If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hi there, Yachts. Welcome to the podcast that comes after Slightly Civil War. Hi, I haven't moved. Neither have I. Well, I, I guess I adjusted my seat a little bit. Hmm. So, the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5, which neither of us have or no. have played or used at all. Right. Although Nick keeps telling me he's working on it. I believe kind of need one for on the it. job. Right. Uh, so we'll be playing that Demon Souls remake. Gotta play it. So which do you think actually looks better? <sighs> is the well, as my wife will tell you, I have very little aesthetic sense. <laughs> okay. I will say that I've preferred the look of the Xbox Series X just because when I'm making zero punctuation, it's a lot easier to find images or I can use the magic wand to crop it out. Sure, sure. Whereas sure. if I google a picture of the playstation 5 they're almost all white and bleeding into the white background Mm -hmm. which means i have to get the the little uh specific selector thing out and just guess at where the actual outline is you have to like use use the manual mask tool that's yeah that's always always probably not a feature in place in photoshop 6 If you only had the new Photoshop, it's, it's a, it has a much better selection tool. But uh, I, I will, uh, I will agree with you though with my own uh, taste. I, I prefer the very simple, brutalist design of the Xbox Series X. I think the the solid black rectangle is gorgeous, and the PlayStation Five looks like something you would buy at Toys R Us for under ten dollars. I don't know about Toys R Us. The PlayStation 5 doesn't really look like anything electronic. It looks like an as we air said, it looks like a, As we keep saying, it looks like a sandwich. Yes. <laughs> no, it, it reminds me of a, of a, a cheap... It, it looks cheap. Like the, the wavy design, the white shell on the outside. It looks cheap. In fact, the, the Xbox Series S... The like cheaper version of the Xbox is white, and you know just a simple rectangle that's white. So yeah, I think I don't know white. I I feel like white looks cheap. I think if I were to uh, identify the trend that the different companies follow with designing their consoles, Sony's consoles always seem to take inspiration from the design of vehicles. Okay, they always tend to take a sort of aerodynamic approach. Hmm. Uh, Possibly not the PS2, but the PS3 definitely was all shiny chrome and curves like a mm. motorbike. The PS4, not so much, but it is slanted in a way that suggests it is in the middle of a very high wind. <laughs> yeah, And this is like that taken to the nth degree. It definitely looks like you could model its... It, it's modeled after the aesthetics of a sports car. It does. Or or here in Milwaukee, actually, uh, over at our modern art museum, we have a giant architectural piece of art called the Calatrava, 
which is uh, kind of uh, designed after a, a sailboat ma uh, mast and sail. And it was, there's these giant things that like open up and undulate in the video version. You can see me undulating my fingers. Uh, so mm. it reminds me a lot of our Calatrava. Uh, but I, I prefer Sydney the Neil Opera House, perhaps. Ooh, ooh, maybe that. But like, I prefer the PS, the PS4 with it. You know, it's just a box. It's got its one little slope there. It's beautiful and perfect. Simple. Yeah. Also, faintly sandwichy. Looking at it. <laughs> if you cut whereas, the crust off. Whereas the aesthetic that the Xbox has gone for over the years mm -hmm. leans more, and increasingly, as I said during the main debate. In the area of gaming PCs. Yes. It's sort of these black industrial boxes. Which I love. And I feel it, like it, they could be part of a ocean liner engine room. Right. Like a futuristic ocean liner engine room where there's no like, you know, steam or gears. It's all just boxes of energy. Yeah. Yeah. The original Xbox was very VCR-y. Oh my God. What an ugly, what an ugly thing the original Xbox was. I guess the 360 was kind of the anomaly. You know what? That's actually, that's the weird thing is, is the design. Now that you say that the design concept behind the PlayStation five is very 360 E because the 360 also was like a white curvy structure. Hmm. Right. Well, the Xbox one went back to being VCR. -y. Right. Of course. Being a although simple. the X, you could still like stack the Xbox 360. It wasn't <laughs> Is that true? it wasn't that curvy. You could put things on top of it. Things and they wouldn't just slide off like with the PS3. <laughs> yeah, but it's it, you could put it on its side well enough. And I I prefer a console that stands up. That's why I mean I like and both both of the consoles, both the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5 are meant to stand and I like that. Well, I guess that comes down to your personal living room arrangement. Mm -hmm. Some people like it to stand up. I personally have a console table that my TV is on top of that has a fairly narrow slit for inserting mm -hmm. consoles and VCRs and the like. Sure. So they're all on their sides. But off to the right of my console table is my gaming PC, mm -hmm. which is a big monolith in its own right. That has to be to the right, separate from everything. <laughs> and it's hard to think its of corner, where yeah. it's hard to think of where an Xbox Series X would fit in this whole arrangement. Looking at it, mm. it's well, one, I, it's sort of off to the side thing, sort of a Google Alexa kind of look. It can it can lay down. From from what I know of the Xbox Series X, it can lay down. I can believe it, but I believe it's designed when I Google image search, every single image of the Series X is standing. It's, it's just way cool. It looks way cooler than you get that green light on the top, or just yeah, get it's a, a. It's very two thousand and one, as I said. Get a get a Series S. It'll still be very nice. Oh and, yes, and it, which that, is which, which is white with that weird sort of mixing desk <laughs> thing on the top. Yeah, it's it's white. It it has like the speaker grill on it or whatever that is, and and white, it, it's white really, electronics. White electronics do get very dirty, though. Uh, I mean, eh, yeah. Especially stuff you hold with your hands a lot. That white PlayStation 5 controller is going to get very grimy. Oh, that is really true. That's going to be the grossest. I remember the old white 
Nintendo DSs. Oh, one of those for a little while. Mm-hmm. Every single line of the console is marked with brown flecks. <laughs> now, you know, I've, I even like the look of the Series S. That's just, it's slim, it's compact, it's its hidden, and I it dig like that. A, it's like a giant iPod. <laughs> the, old, the old iPods. Where that, like, that thing is the scroll wheel. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, but I, I, I like, I dig the simplicity of it's like a, the it's like a box for a Soviet brutalist cereal. Yes, eat your communist flakes. They eat are your full black of circles. fiber, black fiber circles for the masses. Yes. They are filled with daily nutrition. Does not matter for taste. Uh, I'm just looking up images of the PlayStation Five now, and mm. yeah, you know, like. The PlayStation 5 to me resembles like the cool kid who popped his collar and is standing with his back to the wind and just like brooding. This is a brooding console. That's always been Sony's image. I mean, that's why Sony won the uh, fifth generation of consoles because they were deliberately marketing it as something that the cool kids use the skater boys. <laughs> There's that kid who stands leaning on his locker and just sort of goes to the girls as they pass by. (laughs) That's exactly what the five is. Just pop your collar. You guys coming to the party? You know what party. Let's go. Whereas the the Xbox has sort of fostered more the the jock side of things. Mm. Just the big round-shouldered football player standing in the corner with a face like this. (laughs) <laughs> and just has that face all day yeah. until someone stands next to them when he punches them out of the way. You're in my way. You're in my way. You know what objectively just looks ugly, though, as I'm looking at all these pictures? You. It, well, you know, I don't. Some days I feel better about my looks than other days. But the. Sorry, that was very childish. That's all right. Uh, the disc version of the PlayStation 5. Well, who's getting the bloody disc versions of any of these, honestly? Uh, it just looks... It looks super gross. You know, like, it, it completely ruins that that uh, vase aesthetic of the PlayStation 5 where it's just like, bump. It's the yeah. badonkadonk of the That's PlayStations. That big old slit. <laughs> That's uh, <laughs> messing up the whole line of the thing. Yeah, yeah. Because otherwise, yeah, it looks like the uh, the headlight on a sports car, just on the side. Except mm-hmm. it's the headlight part is black. So what's that slit supposed to be? That right. slit is like aesthetically, it's like the uh, putting a little bumper sticker just on your sports car that says, um, um, "That says uh, my other car is uh, a sand wedge." <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I assume someone who has a sports car golfs a lot. My other car is also a Porsche. One yeah. of those bumper stickers that complete twats have. <laughs> and you look yes. at it and you go, well, that was an impressive car, but it's mm. clearly being driven by a complete Ponce. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, oh, and- the slit on the Xbox Series X disc version looks like it belongs there, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like the door in a giant forbidding temple to capitalism. 
You know, you have to like knock in a certain way and wave your wand, say the yeah. elvish word, and the the door seamlessly slides open. It's beautiful. I, I think like from a pure design perspective, and this is obviously very very subjective, but I I just dig this Xbox lineup. I'm not gonna get one. No, obviously not. Right? Like, why would you get an Xbox if you already have a PC? But they look beautiful. They just look if, beautiful. If that's if that's important to you. <laughs> what is it, it with those holes in the top of the Xbox? Is that just for like cooling? Yeah, oh, it's got to be just so. venting. But it could. I've, I'm just picturing like eating crisps as I admire my new console, and all the crisp crumbs fall into the holes, never to never to be seen again. And mess up the <laughs> electronics forever. <laughs> Well, why would you eat potato chips over your console in 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 any sense? Maybe I like potato chips. Maybe I like potato chips are just the thing to add the soupçon of satisfaction mm. to the moment of unboxing the Xbox. Uh, maybe i'm running an asmr simultaneous unboxing asmr channel there you go trying to cover all the bases i'm there gonna unbox go. my xbox while eating chips next to the mic i do wonder where if the top is the is the intake for the air or where the air uh releases i would assume because if it's where, where the air releases, releases then your cat might sit on that Ooh, right your, your cat will want to sit on it and that will ruin all the cooling I'm I'm googling now Xbox Series X air intake. Go. Uh fan intake blocking. Ooh. Ooh, there's some controversy already. Ooh. <laughs> uh let's see here. Controversy over what direction we want our air going? What, well, and if any of the internal components are blocking optimum airflow because they went for such a sleek, compact design. It's not that compact. I mean, look at it. It's a brick. <laughs> it's compact well, guess, compared it's to com- your gaming PC. Oh, quite, yeah. It's <laughs> compact for gaming PCs, as consoles are generally mm-hmm. are. But it's a, this is a gaming PC, let's face it. Oh, of course. Of course, of course, of course. It pulls. Hold on. Oh, that's an air intake fan. It Wait, pulls what is... air into the system. Oh Lord, I'm in a thread here. Okay, so it, I, I believe it takes in air from the top. Is what I'm reading here. Even worse for the crisp scenario. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm just I'm looking at one of these like images advertising the xbox series x mm-hmm. and just just uh, reflecting on how what you actually say are the consoles selling points doesn't mm-hmm. really seem to matter anymore you can just write a load of sentences that just don't mean anything to most people like what well let me just read let's read these off okay these are the these are the the five apparently most important features of the xbox important enough that it's up front and center on this Xbox advert. Okay, mm-hmm. number one. 12 teraflops. I don't know what a teraflop is. I don't even... I don't know what it affects. <laughs> I don't know what it helps. Uh, uh, that's computing power. The the higher the number, the better. 
Is 12 high? Uh, 12 is high, I believe. <laughs> okay. doesn't seem high. I mean, it's not very many um, baked beans. If you were having beans on toast and there were only 12 <laughs> baked beans on it, you'd, that would, you'd say that's a very disappointing beans on toast. Sure, but if, if you had 12 cans of beans, you know, then you would have many, many beans. Well, it's not exactly a week's dinners. Anyway, the next item on our list. Yes. Variable rate shading. Or possibly variable rate shading. <laughs> I'm not sure how, not sure what word you emphasize there. <laughs> variable rate shading. Ooh, well, if it's variable. Uh, I mean, I've yes. just been like a sucker. I've been messing around with my fixed rate shading, but you've got variable rate shading. Well, Ooh. well, welcome to the 21st century. <laughs> I mean, shading I sort of get in from a video game perspective. Right. That's a, that's a graphics thing. Mm-hmm. But variable rate and variables is a part of coding. I know that. Mm-hmm. And a rate. I don't know. My guess is that uh, for for optimal uh, gameplay uh, smoothness, they they change up how much shading they give everything to make sure that you are receiving the, always the optimal amount of power. Oh, I'm sure there's some desperately boring person composing a comment even as we speak explaining what all of these mean (laughs) okay third item yes hardware accelerated direct x ray tracing Ooh, okay that's important i have a vague notion that ray tracing is a graphic thing Mm -hmm. i think it's where it sort of traces uh, where a line goes from the perspective of the camera a line specifically of light. So right. ray, tra- ray tracing is a way to more accurately light a scene and therefore be more immersive. And so a ray traced scene looks better uh, because I, all the light okay. isn't better. And so what uh, does this do ray tracing wise? This is hardware accelerated direct X ray tracing. Ooh, okay. So that's great. So there's some dedicated part of the hardware specifically for ray tracing. And and instead of bottlenecking the CPU with ray tracing, it probably directs a lot of the ray tracing to the GPU, uh, which would be nice. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess you know what that means. Because well, uh, it, and and um, this is probably oversimplifying, but I believe if it was software enabled ray tracing, that would be very CPU heavy, as that handles most of the software load. But it's offloading it to the hardware the gpu okay is next that's one what, that's what i'm assuming all right i'm ready let's do this next one i guess i understand what it means i just don't understand why it's uh well let's let's just read it out mm-hmm. quick resume for multiple games yes quick resume for multiple games yeah now, have you, have would you i be right in, in saying that most consoles have that these days you can just you can go to the menu, like go into like power saving mode, mm-hmm. and then you can turn the console back on, and then go straight back into where you were in the game. Yes, but this does it for multiple games. Okay, so multiple games at the same time. Right. Well, that's what you're like. You, that's what you're assuming it means. Maybe this is a Weasley thing. No, no, maybe I've seen it's it. 
saying there's quick resume for all the games that exist, but just one at a time. <laughs> no, no, it's uh, it is. Uh, I've seen it in action. People have showed have been showing it off where, you know, you can stop a game, get out of the game, go into the menus, go into a chat, whatever, then hop right back into the game stop the game, go into a separate game, go back into the first game, just jump all around. Uh, and it, and it, you know what? It's, it, it's pretty neat. It's really, so it's, it's really like cool. how you can like keep apps running in the background of your phone. Exactly. Between them, whatever. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Well, that's not a great selling point for me. Cause I, maybe I'm just a decisive person who just wants to play one thing at a time without shilly-shallying all over the place. <laughs> I mean, that's how I play games. I like to play it for three hours and completely immerse myself. Of course, of course. If I have that's to, like, old-tab yeah. out to chat to some wanker in Jamaica or wherever. Mm-hmm. I mean, it upsets me when consoles keep pushing the social media stuff because that's not what I'm interested in when I'm trying to immerse myself in... right. But don't you want to don't you want to stop this gameplay experience so you can tweet about it? Hashtag this new game dot com. No, oh, because that does not benefit me. It oh. only benefits the corporation. That's very true. All right, last item. Yes, slightly baffling. Mm-hmm. It just says smart delivery. Which could mean any legion of things. Are they saying um, the people who will bring it to your house in a box mm-hmm. are very intelligent? They're very clever people. Yes, they That's... had to they had to pass an IQ test before they would be allowed to deliver <laughs> the box to your house. I that I do uh, like I understand what smart delivery is, but yes, just to say smart delivery is really bad salesman ship right there well help me out here in this context what does smart delivery mean smart delivery is is purchasing a game uh via uh via like you could buy a game on the windows store and have it digitally delivered to your xbox that sort of thing you can uh you can, or with Game Pass kind of thing, you know, you can you can play your game where you want it to go and tell it where you want it to go. I believe that's what smart delivery is. And right. someone might be uh, correcting me right now, so I'm Googling it. Smart delivery games list. Let's see here. What so is it just means you can buy it on your PC and then go to your Xbox and play it on there. Right. Let's see here. So it's like how Amazon delivers ebooks to my phone mm. after I buy them. That's right. Uh oh, so like so smart delivery, um, is simple. Buy your Xbox game once for for uh, versions of Xbox One, Xbox Series X, uh, Series X, with platform holders blurring the lines into the next hardware milestone. One license provides access. Uh, one license provides access on current devices with a free upgrade to Series X and Series S. So you could buy a game right now for the Xbox One and have it 
free upgrade to the S slash X, but it's only on certain games. Of course. Got to have that little asterisk, don't you? Well, it's a nice large list of games. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Marvel Avengers, Borderlands 3. All the big boys. Cyberpunk, Dead by Daylight, Dirt 5, uh, games I haven't heard of for uh, Forza Horizon 4, Gears 5. Uh, what about a, the a, struggling indies? What about the struggling arty indies made God, by no. people with love in their mm. hearts? No love. No love for the love. I'm sorry. All right. Well, for, the sake of, uh, for the sake of balance, I also found an image, a bullshit image of the PlayStation 5 hardware features. All right, let's go. Which also has hardware-based ray tracing. Looking at it, that I, you know, for for a, I'm a bit of a tech head. I, I pay attention to tech news. Uh, ray tracing is basically the new is like the video game version of HD or HDR or is like uh, uh, what's what's the latest like gimmick trend in movies that I'm trying to think of like 3D. I think yeah, I think it's had one in a while. You know, like ray tracing is the new big gimmick word that just it just means like games will look better if we have ray tracing in them. So, yeah, they're they're pushing that hard across all platforms, consoles, PCs, everything. Mm. OK, OK. Well, the rest of PS5's feature list, fairly standard and understandable. It's got Ultra HD Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. It's Boom. got 3D audio sound. Right, they're they're special. Uh, we're gonna map your earlobe sound. <laughs> I'd rather you didn't. I'd like to keep you out of my earlobes. Never. Concerning. We're getting right in there. Uh, it's also got ultra high speed SSD, mm-hmm. which stands for solid state drive. I know that much. Hey, you did it! You did it because because I have one in my PC. It's it's very nice. It's very very nice, and you know, very it's great for installing with, games on. But it's pretty nice. Very similarly with Xbox's, you know, quick return, having a nice, oh, pardon me, solid state drive in your gaming uh, console. Only good. And our last feature, slightly more baffling, haptics stroke adaptive triggers. Now, I have a vague sense that haptics is related to rumble in some way. Uh, yes. That's, uh, that's all I got. Is, I, th- I believe haptics is the new rumble, right? Possibly. <laughs> Maybe just I'll just haptic, look it up. Haptic feedback, right? Yeah. I, I can only assume... The use of technology that stimulates the senses of touch and motion, especially mm-hmm. to reproduce in remote operation or computer simulation the sensations that will be felt by a user interacting directly with physical objects. So, right. yeah. Yeah, rumble. It's the new rumble. It's but what about like, this adaptive triggers business? Adaptive trigger. Uh, oh, well, don't you... Do you also have one of these very nice... It's right in front of me. Xbox Elite controllers? Can't say I do. Oh, this is the best controller ever invented. It has it has these really this really neat thing here, and for anyone watching the video, you can see this now. Uh, you know, these triggers on the back they can have a full press, you know, like a a long throw, or you can change it so they have a short throw, hmm. long throw, short throw, and it's really nice because some games like you can actually use that long throw to like you know rev up a car or whatever and like drive at different speeds, but sometimes. 
you just want to press a button and it does the button, and that way you don't have to press your finger as as hard. I see. Yeah, and it's really uh, really nice. Because some games benefit, as you say, from the long throw. Mm-hmm. Like if uh, you were doing something that you could do variable amounts of put variable amounts of strength into it, like pulling on the bow of a pulling on the string of a bow, for example. Exactly, and then you, you can have, like, have a slow draw. Exactly, but if you know, like if you're just playing Rocket League and you wanna you wanna you know break and go faster, then you have the short throw. And it's very, very nice. I don't know if they're going to have a little manual clicker like on this one or if they're saying like the controller, like maybe it's a software thing and it will go. It will automatically change it. Ooh, that would be weird if you were playing a game and then it changed it to short throw. That would really throw you. That would throw you off. Yeah. That would be nice. A good way to fuck with you, though, if it was like a horror game. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) All the buttons just lock out. Hmm. Kind of weird they put adaptive triggers and haptics together in that case. Yeah, that could be fun. Uh, All right. But, so by the way, this in, this entire time, while we've been talking, uh, I've been doing a really fantastic job of multitasking, and I've been like half reading articles about which way uh, the fan blows on the Xbox Series S or Series okay. X. And I have yet to find a definitive answer for whether that is an in, like it's an intake on the top or it's uh, the exhaust fan on the top. Hmm. And uh, and it's really they like don't, they don't want you to know because it's actually an insidious device for mincing fingers. I I really really wonder. Um, oh. Which way? Because and you know, like I've been reading a lot of back and forth where someone is like, "Well, heat naturally rises, so wouldn't you want to take advantage of that and have the cooler air lower down suck up?" And some people are saying that's negligible. You want the the fan to suck in the air. It's it's all it's all a big back and forth. In well, case, this is all a load not. of technical talking about I, technology. I love tech talk. I love talking about technology. <laughs> Can I list the five features that are most important to me in a console? Ooh, please, Yahtzee. I will stop uh, multitasking now and pay attention to only you. What are the five features that you think are most important in a console? Well, having good games. Mm-hmm. Uh... Having nice games, having mm-hmm. games that are fun to play, mm-hmm. uh, having games that are interesting, having games that provoke some kind of fucking emotional reaction. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Interesting. Oh, and number six, it doesn't explode. <laughs> that's actually pretty, that's relatively far down on your list. So I guess this was the satire at the heart of this week's episode that, of course, it doesn't fucking matter what the consoles look like. No, of course. It doesn't fucking matter if it's got adaptive triggers and hardware-based Blu-ray ultra-high-speed <laughs> whatever the other things were. Uh-huh, Qu- right. Quick resume, smart delivery, hardware-accelerated <laughs> rate-shading teraflops. Uh-huh. All I care about is playing fun games. Whilst- not the same bland swill as always. I, whilst I can agree with you that the without the games, these consoles are useless, I think that, you know, looking specifically at your Xbox lineup and for me specifically, specifically at that cheaper Series S, which is still a very nice console, 
the way that Microsoft is handling Game Pass, their digital delivery system, um, making sure that you are able to play really high quality games on a relatively small device. I think that's really neat. And, uh, and, uh, and I'm excited for stuff like that. I'm excited that they're making games more, making nice looking games more accessible to people. Well, this is, that's my, that's my hot take. Let's look at some all important launch titles, shall we? Oh no. Where are we? <laughs> 2020 in video games, November. Right. All right. November 10th, where like 9 billion Xbox Series X games come out. A whole bunch of shit that's on everything else. Mm-hmm. And that you could have played somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Something called Enlisted. Oh, that's an exclusive. Oh, it's an it, upcoming wait. Upcoming squad-based, massively multiplayer online game, reconstructing oh, World War II battles. Sounds Wait, dreadfully dull. Is that an exclusive to Xbox or just to the Microsoft ecosystem? It is a timed Xbox Series X stroke S launch title. Ooh, interesting. Interesting. But of course, it's on PC as well, because every Xbox game is also on PC. Of course. That's like... For for you and I who have gaming PCs, getting an Xbox is very, very silly. Though, with something like Game Pass, depending on, like, what the prices of the Series S turns into, like, I've been considering, like, a, a Series S, like, to put in the living room for the, like, so the kids have something to game on, you know, that sort of thing. I suppose it does have the advantage of having, like guaranteed hardware that you know will work yeah whereas the pc is a little floatier in that regard well and you know if if i buy a game or, or if i have game pass i could play a game here on my nice gaming pc i could then save it and go downstairs and play it on my uh on on my big tv and that could be a really nice situation uh though the PlayStation 5, I would still want that Blu-ray player because that's what I use my PlayStation 5 for now. It's my Blu-ray player. <laughs> uh, physical media is on the way out. Oh, I still like... I have a lot of Blu-rays that I still want to play. I still want the ability to play all my nice Blu-rays. Uh, and so, you know, that's that's what I'm looking at right now is maybe a uh, a PS5 that'll float with me. And a Series S that can be a hub in uh, in the main living room. All right. Well, let's uh, look at the PS5. Let's. Uh, what's being advertised? That's coming out on the on November twelfth. Uh, again, well, a whole bunch of stuff you can play on other things right now. Right, but they got they got speed Speederman. Spider-Man Miles Morales. Miles Speederman is how he prefers to be uh, acknowledged. Ah, but that's PS4 as well. Is it PS4 as well? It is. Uh Uh-oh. In fact, it's coming out on the PlayStation 4 before it comes out (laughs) on the PlayStation 5. Wait, is that really true? Yep, I'm looking at its Wikipedia page right now. I did not hear about that. Whoops-a-doops. Oh, hang on, I might have misread that. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay. In the in North America, it is coming out 
North America and Oceania for some reason. Okay. It's coming out on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 simultaneously on November 12th. Um, but the rest of the world doesn't get it on PlayStation 5 till uh, November 19th. Oh. Hmm. So might as well just stick with the PS4 if you want to play okay. Spider-Man Miles Morales so bad. And I do. I do. Did you see the Into the Spider-Verse outfit that you can wear? It looks great. It looks so great. <laughs> I'm I'm worried that the reflections in my glasses are disguising my sarcastically rolled eyes. So I'll do it as <laughs> exaggeratedly as possible. Well, and and for for our our audio podcast listeners, if you could like have some sort of heavy sigh, so they know what you're doing. <sighs> Perfect. <sighs> oh, the Demon Souls remake—that's PS5 only. Ooh, okay. Yep. Didn't know it was coming out of so far. PC eventually, I guess not. Mm. Says here, PlayStation Five launch title. Yeah, there were some rumors. Like there was the the Demon's Souls remake is coming to PC, and Demon's Souls remake is coming to PS4. Rumors, and I believe both of those have been squashed. Well, I suppose that means I need to get a PS5 then. Yes, yes, you do. Because I'm all about that Demon's Souls remake. Absolutely. So yes, That's you not certainly point need though. That's just holding a game hostage. Yes, yes, it is. And if you want to be a cool kid, Yahtzee, and talk about the game while it's still hot, you got to get it now. You, why didn't you pre-order? Why didn't you pre-pre-order? Why didn't you prove your loyalty to Sony so you could pre-pre-order? suppose I should have played it when I owned a PS3, shouldn't I? No, probably. But I hadn't but, had my Dark Souls epiphany at the time. I was going to say, and also remember, no one played it. <laughs> like, I just played Demon's Souls when it came out and said, this is too hard and obnoxious. Right. And a few years later, I finally got into Dark Souls and went, wait, come back, Demon Souls. I want to reassess. I love you now. I love you now. <laughs> yeah, no, no one played it. I mean, even Found, Dark yeah. Souls was a cult was a cult hit. It was a sleeper hit. Yeah. It, it got pretty big popularity after a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There is a PS5 exclusive called Astro's Playroom, which is noteworthy. Because it's okay. going to be loaded onto every PlayStation 5 console without needing to download it. Oh. Although oh, that's yeah. the only thing we know about it doing by the Wikipedia page. No, Astro is like the, the little like mascot, right? Yeah. He's, Apparently he's like little... mascots live on in one small area. Right. And I, I think it's it's very similar to something like a like a Wii Sports, where it's just like a, a series of mini little games, I believe. It says it's a 3D platformer, and it's a sequel to Astro Bot Rescue Mission. Oh, well, then I am completely wrong. In Which my... was a PlayStation VR game. <laughs> Man, this is we, going all over the place all of a we sudden. We have to revive this franchise that three people played. Yeah, I remember like the Playroom, that was like a playstation vr thing for showing off playstation vr mm-hmm. but i guess this is a non-vr thing now i uh, yeah yeah i don't know i don't know i'm sorry hey does the playstation 5 have a vr headset plan for it Ooh, i know you as a vr enthusiast this might this might be important to you playstation 5 vr Oh, first news story. Sony is letting PSVR owners down in the transition oh. to PS5. Yep. There you go. 
That's all you need to know. Womp, womp, womp. Although this says that the P- original PSVR, PSVR will work on the PS5. Oh. I'm, I'm confused. Tell me <laughs> things, internet. <laughs> Do you own a PSVR? You know, professionals would probably have researched all this before we started recording the podcast. Eh, this is podcast. Podcast Lu- is Lucy. Lucy Goosey. That's how that's how it works. Uh, that's what people are here for. They're here for casual conversation. And oh, this, this is how casual conversation works. Oh, this is an article from UploadVR.com, which is a, the website by VR enthusiasts for VR enthusiasts, I assume. Ooh, okay. Which says that uh, PSVR stuff will run on the PS5, but in a bare bones and obtrusive kind of way, similar to the rest of the PS4 limited backwards compatibility stuff. Oh, sure. Is this important to you? Do you own a PSVR? I do, but I never use it because mm. I got a Valve Index now. Right. <laughs> right. I did review the PSVR when it came out. Hmm. And it's not bad as VR headsets go. Hmm. I think Great. the Valve Index is better, though. Sure. I don't Massively know. more expensive, but better. <laughs> but, you know, you, you're getting what you pay for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Girl. I'm with you. I'm with you. So yeah, is that is that it? Is that all, all the stuff we can mine? I think from that's all the we new can, consoles? That's, that's as much content as we're gonna get out of this subject, considering neither of us have had a chance to use either of the new console. Agreed. But uh yeah, I'm I'm interested for when really for when more people in general, not just us, just when the general population gets their hands on these things. I'm interested well, to things, see. Yes, all things become clear in the fullness of time. Mm. I mean it took quite a few years to the, for the Wii U to finally make it onto the Wikipedia list for notoriously bad and failed consoles. <laughs> I still got my Wii U. <laughs> the kids play their Lego games on it. <laughs> That's all it's good for. It really is. It's a piece of junk. Yeah. Ah, well. All right. Well, great. Well, hey, thanks everyone for watching and or listening to this. We very much appreciate that. If you came across this podcast, uh, it's based off of our Slightly Civil War episode, which looks better the PlayStation 5 or Xbox Series X. And you can watch that over on escapistmagazine.com. You sure can. Remember to get a YouTube membership with the Escapist and you can see all the videos a week ahead when they come out on the site. Mm-hmm. Or you and... can get an Escapist Plus membership and be able to watch the videos on the site without ads, as Ooh, well as other so, benefits. So nice. So nice. Including uh, other benefits like uh, Ask the Creators, uh, yes. our video series where you get to ask us questions and hear us answer them in very long-winded formats. But the real benefit is the satisfaction of knowing that you've helped support the site and allowed us to keep making the content we like making and you like viewing. Boom, baby. Thanks. Bye. I was Yahtzee Croshaw, and that was Jack Mackard. It's true. For, I, I, we were saluting you for those well, was just on listening Twitter. to this. We were saluting. Here's Peppercam. Oh, He's oh, behind Pepper. there somewhere. Pepper has buried... Buried himself more. Yeah, he does that. Yeah. Pepper. Pepper. <laughs> Oi. Oi. I was going to say, Cookie, Cookie popped Oi. up earlier. 
Yeah, you. <laughs> How? Yeah, see, like, there's literally saying you are supposed to let sleeping dogs lie. <laughs> well, now he's, now he's probably behind the curtain. <laughs> All right, bye, everyone. Yeah, I'm stopping recording. I've had enough of that. Bye, everyone.